So quick uh, announcement, really quick. Um, so this week is going to be hard for me and Kim to be in uh, the studio. Next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit hard also. Uh, we're totally good. It's just we are on completely different work schedules and uh, Miss Suburban Podcast is booked and busy, as the kids say. So um, we may have a couple of guests in. Uh, we'll still record when we can, but just stick with us for the next couple of weeks. And uh, we'll keep the content coming. And hopefully every Friday y'all have a brand new episode. Y'all even may have a couple of extra episodes, just depending on how everything goes. But yeah, uh, this week we're going to have a TG fan favorite on here with uh, me and him. We're going to cut it up. So, you know, uh, yeah, just enjoy. Nothing much, man. Just chilling. Like trying what? to. Trying. What'd you, to... What'd you say? What Kim at? Uh, she's working. Oh. <laughs> no, I told y'all to be home tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to get. Put an episode out tonight. Uh, tomorrow. But yeah. I'm tired as hell. I appreciate you doing this, man. Real shit. Yeah, it's straight, bro. You good? All right, all right. Let me hide. Right, I'm sat down. Let me hit my lights. Oh, <laughs> you get old, bro. Bro, not not only that, but fucking uh, my mom hit me up. I gotta update one of her damn logos. What she got going on? It's just her publishing. Um, her publishing shit. I just got updated. It ain't no big deal. I'm trying to be like Kim Glenn when I get older. Yeah, bro. This shit ain't. She make it look easy. But it's yeah. rough out here for everybody. But yeah, uh, you, Kim. You want to say. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. There you go. I'm just saying. I mean, she didn't. She didn't finna have put three boys. Three boys in college. I mean, Michael ain't got no choice but to graduate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I can't see him not graduating, but, you know, I mean, that's still a crazy, you know, statistic. You're just speaking, you know, statistically. Yeah. Like, um, my parents, once, like, I finished because, unfortunately, I was the last one to finish. Yeah. They were, like, my dad, like, you can't tell that nigga shit. Now, he, <laughs> he got three college graduates. He's like, man, bruh. I did my shit. Yeah. Like even when even when I like when I moved out and when I I moved in this house, my dad was proud as fuck. It's like, yo. See, like I I um I liked the post on Twitter today where somebody was like, hopefully like pray that uh your parents uh live to see you fully successful. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, it is. It is it's um 
it's it's a different feeling. Like even watching Mike, because you know we were such different ages. Like I know I didn't raise that nigga. He got parents, but it, it still felt like that. Like nigga, I cr- I ain't cried probably since my last. I because I ain't go to Chance funeral. I just went to his wake. Yeah. I, so I I ain't cried since my last college football game, and I'm on the way back from uh graduation nigga i was fucking balling not balling but like them tears were running i'm just like what the fuck is wrong with you bro when them (laughs) when them emotions unlock that's like when you know you a real ass grown man (laughs) like you ain't sobbing but them tears are flowing and you just like you know what damn it i just gotta let this shit ride it's like bro what's going on like my body just went it let out tears from just years. Like, it just wasn't a little <laughs> bit of tears. It was just like, uh-uh, nigga. All these shit's finna fly. God damn. That shit real, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, last week, bro, I was going through it, and them tears started coming. And I was I was like, bro, I, gotta, I just gotta get to the truck. I just gotta get to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Like I thought I was like, yo, this nigga is going through it. Oh man, no, it didn't hit me like that, bro. That sounds terrible. And yo, after Chance died, real shit. Like I didn't I never used to cry for real. After that yeah. shit, after that nigga died, he unlocked all the fucking tears. I can't even watch sad movies. I watched uh Coco <laughs> like 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 two years ago. <laughs> nigga, I wasn't right for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't even know a fucking sad movie I didn't see. Like, nigga, I, I cry, I cry over anything now. I didn't even put, I don't even put that shit in my system. Somebody said, "Yeah, I cried at the end." I was like, oh well, I ain't watching. <laughs> about to test my manhood like that. And you want to be like, you want to tell younger dudes it's okay to cry, but it gets to a point to where you just can't be crying over everything. Well, because it's like anything else in life. Like once you find out it's okay, people get out out of hand. Like if I tell a nigga, "Hey, bro, it's okay to cry," and now this nigga boohooing and every fucking thing, you be like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" Don't right, cry man. like that, nigga. Nigga, it, it's okay. You can make a better grade the next time. <laughs> My, the fun, funny shit ever with niggas just crying would be the niggas that cried before a fight. Bruh, and the no. best shit about that shit is them niggas never won. Like, really? You never saw? Like, like I never seen anybody cry. Cause normally when they cry, that means they've been pushed to the limit, and then they go crazy and do don't do shit. Like they swing fifty million times and don't connect and just yell. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm gonna have to cut this part out, but I'm gonna cut the name out. My little brother, when yeah. we were kids, he would cry and he would beat they ass. Cause he was like, yo, like it was ultimate disrespect, but he I never saw that nigga lost, lose a fight. Really? That nigga that nigga can fucking fight. That's why when he beat me up, I was like, man, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm sorry, bro. And I, I went I at him. We, I went at him multiple times after that. Most of them. <laughs> most of them. They get back. Yo, it was like for a whole year. I was like, nah, this nigga can't get this shit on me. 
Bro. But yo, that nigga, that nigga, especially when he started wrestling. Oh, he was a super saiyan out here. He put me in some Kurt Angle bullshit. I'll be like, man, if I get through, if I get out of this shit, I'm gonna kill that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> out there choking. You just wait. And like, it's, you know how I knew it was like some hurt nigga shit? Cause I'd be like, man, oh, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Anytime you lose a fight and you say some shit like this not fair, yeah. That nigga to beat your ass. <laughs> it's, the it's not fair is a good it's a way of uh knowing you got your ass beat and anytime your homeboys give you excuses that deal with your attire. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like nigga, if you wouldn't have had on them forces, <laughs> you would have got his ass. Like, bro, I told you not to fight in them slides. <laughs> Yo, uh I saw a nigga get beat up on uh I think it was TikTok the other day in some Crocs. This nigga was beating a nigga's ass in Crocs, and I was like, "Oh, you can't, you can't bounce back from some shit like that, nah, bro." Crocs. I mean, they do have good grip, but still, bro. I never yeah. thought. I never thought it, but I, I want a pair of Crocs now, bro. I I'm so deep in the Birkenstock game. <laughs> I thought about getting some Crocs, but if I got some Crocs, I'm a. Uh, I was gonna like customize them because you knew you could put pins in, them yeah, and the little holes and shit. And I was gonna do that because I already got plenty of wool socks, but there's only so much bitch assness I can fucking. You know <laughs> I ain't gonna. All, I ain't gonna lie. Like uh, Kim is the one that put me on Crocs, and then like she put the little I can't remember the name of them, the little things that fit into the pins. Like she got some tie dye ones. I was like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, them kind of fly. They hard, bro. If you can do it right, bro, it's the only thing with me is it's it's a, more of a young niggas game. It is, and it's like look at this nigga trying to hold on to his youth and his fucking customizable Crocs. <laughs> go put some fucking house shoes on. <laughs> put some lace ups, nigga. <laughs> I tell you this though. So I so what age were you when you you had to pass like the physical torch? Like okay, mouses, you know. <laughs> Mouse is the fucking uh, the top of the Mortal Kombat totem pole now. You know he's Goro now. <laughs> um, matter of fact, I'm gonna leave this shit in because it's hilarious. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I think when he was about, I was probably 16 and he was probably like 14, 15. Oh, that ain't that bad. It was like because I mean before I was always bigger than him. So yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, I could just—I mean—sit on a nigga, be like, like <laughs> hey, this nigga ain't going nowhere. But like, when it was about fourteen, fifteen, when like this nigga, like he had hands, it was like okay. <laughs> like before, like my mom would always like split us up, acting like my kids are not gonna fight. But like, it would be times we get off the bus and we like. We scrap and this nigga this nigga is not no lightweight. <laughs> to this day, like hey, hey, the only good thing about it is I know like worst case scenario, if I'm out with him, mm-hmm. yo, we can we can go with it and he he gonna have my back regardless. But I mean, Man. yo, about 14, 15. Cause that's when like he got like that uh you know when you get that like initial burst of like uh, uh, puberty, where yeah. you be like, you start getting like that grown man strength. Yeah, 
That's, that's when it was. Gonna say y'all so close in age. He still he probably could have hit puberty before you did. You know what I'm saying? And that could have been the thing. <laughs> like when niggas like start dunking and shit. That's when it's separated from like. Yeah. All right, we all the same age, so we are not the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. So I came back from college, and we went to this girl's house to go swimming. And it's like me, John, and I think Jeremiah. And uh, and there's a whole different wild story to this too. <laughs> but uh, and so you know, me and John, we were pool wrestler all the time, bro. And I used to dunk his ass just fucking kaboom. I'm talking fucking belly to belly suplexes, all that wrestling shit. And bro, you got this is like my maybe my second year in college, so I'm a little swole, you know, that workout every day, catching up. So I I think I've always thought I was hot shit. But now I think I'm hot shit times two. Right. And bro, me and John get to wrestling. And before I know it, my feet are in the air. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm like, okay, okay. All right. All right. Let's go again. And he got me again. (laughs) (laughs) And I left left it alone after that. I was like, listen, I'm not going to try again and lose because I don't want to let this nigga think. You know, there's a difference between, you know, I got you twice in the water and you just like, oh, you know, hey, we in the water. But the third time now, niggas, now a nigga start punking you around the house. Yes. You know, what I'm saying, hey, nigga, don't eat my cereal. My fault, fam. I didn't know. I thought it was for everybody. You know, now he drinking the last of the minute made and not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The funny thing is, like, I, like, I went to Graham for that one year. I got back. And like my brother was like that nigga. It was weird. So like so like I remember one day I woke up and he looked at me, he was like, fuck you. And just walked <laughs> off. And I was like, what the fuck? I felt so violated, bro. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I wish a nigga fuck you. Okay. All right, nigga. The first thing you see when you wake up and some niggas is saying fuck you. Hey, your day is ruined, bro. Bro, it's over with. It could, especially if you can't do shit. I know. It's like, this nigga will whoop my ass, though. Bro, <laughs> so, so. That's my nigga, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. um, speaking of like when we went out the other night, I, you know what? I didn't realize how much I missed. Like, it's gonna sound bad. I haven't like hung out with niggas and so like dudes in so long. Yeah, that does sound bad. You should have left it at niggas. <laughs> <laughs> can't, be out, can't be out here saying I. I hung out with dudes in so long. I get what you said though, bro. It's, it's not dudes. I ain't hung out with my niggas in so long. Exactly. That's more what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I've been hanging out with Spy and Lex the last couple weeks. You need that shit. It, I do like I'm surrounded by women, bro. <laughs> like real shit. <laughs> and it's not all bad. It's just, yeah. it's just I need it like like most of my best friends, for the most part, are women. 
which ain't the yep. end of the world. It's just like sometimes you just need like good like like nigga energy around you. Yeah. And then like especially people that you like you got history with. Like they like y'all done been through some shit together and y'all can laugh about some shit. It's just Bro. different. This I didn't know in that little bit of time period. In that bro, that might have been a two year period, maybe three years. Like after grad, before I moved to Tuscaloosa, maybe two years max, two and a half, because I coached two seasons of Hayes Degree. But just the memories we made in that time period is insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. Like we like we were out here like living like not our best life. No, not our best life at all. <laughs> but we were doing like I don't know. We were just all just being like, okay, we're grown men. What do grown was, men do? Wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> like the level of having a college education and not giving a fuck. It's <laughs> like waiting for you. Like you know your opportunities are gonna come. You got to be ready, but it's not here right now. So fuck it. Let's live every day like it might be the last one. Because I still, bro, when me and Jeremiah left and we headed to the spot, I couldn't stop fucking laughing at Spy Guy's two for one story. <laughs> I mean, that is I don't I don't know how I forgot that, bro. That's the all time. I forgot it too. <laughs> bro, I, I I think about that shit at least once every other day. And how innocent that nigga was and how he's a fucking demon now. Bro, all right. This is gonna be off the podcast, but I'll talk to you later about just how much of a demon that nigga is. <laughs> that nigga is wild as fuck. I know. I'm. I know myself. I remember when I had to look at myself in the mirror. You know, you'd be walking around like, "Damn, look at that ass." Ooh, what I would do to that? Right. And then once, and then at some point, I was just like, "Uh, Thomas, you fucking freak! Stop it! <laughs> this is not okay. Like, how can?" You know, there's more to women to women than just, you know, the sexual part. A lot of times you gotta get to the other parts to get the sexual part, you know. So And that's that's really what I like I don't know, I was trying to like slowly stress that. It's like, bro, it's gotta be like look, I get it. I get it. I used to look at every woman's ass in the <laughs> world that I passed by. I was like Ari and fucking uh Entourage. Like if you watch that show, he looked at every woman who passed him his ass, <laughs> and that's how I was. It was just like, God damn! But Bro, like, I get proud of myself when I don't look like yes, yeah. My like, eyes forward. I went down to the city the other day, and this woman, she was fine as shit. She walked past me. I didn't look, but all the niggas that I was walking in front of were looking, and I was like, "Yo, bro, I have graduated out of horny nigga society." I I ain't gonna say it's horny nigga society because you know you see an ass coming from a distance, you're gonna do something to make yourself already look back. It ain't nothing wrong with a glance. Yeah, but I'm talking about these niggas. Oh my god! (laughs) Like, bro. You had to see at least a couple fine women out here to bro. calm your ass down. Bro, I feel bad for women at the gym. As I, I don't do weights because I just get swollen and gain weights. I do cardio. And, like, I mean, you know, they come in and they touch, and I'm just like, God damn. Like, I'm just keep my head down, be respectful. I'm here to burn calories. Right. But them other niggas, oh, I see niggas go get water for no reason just because that bitch <laughs> over there bending over. 
Yo. Or niggas go work out in they section. Like, man, I see why there's so many women-only gyms. Yeah. This bitch can't do abs because you niggas want to go over there and stretch. Like, totally. Niggas, there's a whole place to stretch. Bro, niggas is creepy, bro. Like, real shit. Like, I know I be getting a lot of flack for being like, yo, these niggas is out here weird. But you got to grow out of some of this shit. But bro, th- niggas is weirdos, bro. But that's also why you need to hang out with niggas. Because niggas yeah. be like, yo, bro, you ain't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you out here wilding for real. It's, it's good to have niggas around you that can be like, yo, yeah. bro, you. Uh-uh, bro. You got to check that shit. Like, I'm glad, like, I look back at some of the stupid shit I was out here doing when I was younger. Yeah. Like, man, I'm glad I had niggas, like, even, like, when you would be like, yo, bro, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Bro, my job is to, because I wow the fuck out, my job is, like, if I say, hey, 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 that means things are beyond out of hand. Exactly. Right now, we're trying to, uh. We're trying to reel this shit in. (laughs) It's like, yo, Thomas told me I was out here acting crazy. (laughs) I gotta look at some shit and be like, okay, maybe I was acting a little weird. (laughs) Now I can look back at it. I've always said it, bro. I be trying to tell Mike, like, bro, you gotta have like some niggas who got the same type of goals as you so y'all can push each other. But you also need a down-ass chick you can talk to. I think I mentioned it last time. And with no, like, you know, you got to take the sexual tension out of it because, bro, you need a female to talk to. Oh, if yeah. not, you're going to turn into a mama's boy. Exactly. The only woman you're going to be trying to talk, that can talk to you about serious stuff is your mama. And that is red flag city to a girl. <laughs> and it, it could go two ways with the mama's boy thing, too. You could be, like, the toxic mama's boy who's like, I ain't going to trust no bitch besides... <laughs> my, my, my mom or you be like yo I love and respect everybody no matter how they treat me mama's boy and it's, it's not a good path either way you gotta have like feminine energy around you that's not based on sexual tension oh, feminine energy around you I like that that is like I'm glad none of my niggas is mama's boys. I don't know if I can hang out with one. Like, like sometimes. Go ahead. I'm just. I can't put words on like what they bring to the what they not bring to the table, what they remove from the table. It's a lot, bro. Like, and it's not even just like the mama. Like, stereotypes. Them the niggas that yell out where the bitches at. Yes. 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 What nigga? They here. Right. I hate the niggas. Or it's the niggas that uh yo, what's up, girl? Well fuck you did, bitch. Oh, 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 oh man. A lot of like me and Kim talked about it. We didn't put it in the podcast, but it's like niggas, it's a you can tell sometimes niggas that's been that haven't been raised by a male influence. That's like on some yeah. like this super like machismo bullshit but they ain't doing none of the like (laughs) none of the like actual things that you're raised to be like a man for it's like yeah they're super emotional (laughs) (laughs) they are not they don't like try to protect or provide for anybody it's just like 
like a range of emotions that they can't properly Dog. discuss. Man, and when they get broken up with, bro, the bitch assness comes out like some of them females who like fucking paint cars and cut your tires and shit. Right. Wow, well, I'm just gonna release all her nudes on the internet. Be like, nigga, the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, uh, the piece of shit in me, but hell no, nigga, where you put them? But then he up, it's like, yo, nigga, what's what's going? Like, you, she hurt you, huh? Right. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know how to bounce back, huh? Right. And it's like it's like petty bullshit. It's like, bro, you gotta you gotta have a little bit of emotional intelligence to be like, this is how niggas should just be acting. But I don't even know I don't even know where to find the perfect mix to it because my punk ass, um, <laughs> I just swallow that shit. That's not <laughs> and, healthy at all either. And you and just use it as terrible fuel. I don't take it to the next relationship. But I will try to hurt that person every time the way possible that I can. I my toxic trait of of being broken up with or whatever is I just get real like in my feelings on some shit and I like mourn a relationship too long. And I'm just like I'm just sitting in the dark listening to Hank Williams <laughs> sipping <Man>. whiskey. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah! If you listen to Hank Senior, bro, that's some dark music, bro. Shit. That shit is the darkest shit. Like, man, I like some fucking Hank uh, Senior, but you can't play that shit at nighttime. Too many demons get moving around. I know, like all the like that toxic white energy just goes through you. <laughs> so, like it hit different. Like, listen, that shit will get you through a night, but you better be like party drinking, right? <laughs> Like, dog, don't be, bro. You can't be Dolo listening to Hank Senior, bro. That shit's the heartbreak that nigga was going through that he put in them songs. Oh, uh, God. Like, like, that shit was, that shit almost 100 years old at this point, and that shit still be hitting. Bro, that shit, no, it hit. In the worst way he possible. Got, what's the one? <laughs> he got one song. Another man calls my, uh, what is it? Some song by his son called Another Man Daddy, and I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> nigga. Fuck, nigga. This, this level of hurt is something I haven't experienced. I don't want to hear it. Hank Williams, like, Lovesick Blues by Hank Williams is the, like, it, he's like the country western future. Like, no. Bro, no. <laughs> bro, no, sir. There's, I don't know if there's a, anybody as purposely toxic as future ever in country music he up there i like all right them country niggas bro they just got butthurt and made songs and then they the type to come back and knock at your door with flowers right (laughs) let me make up for all this i'm trying to feature i know i can't think of anything there's nothing close to future that's just a bad person try to live up to feature is the personification of a mama's boy who just decided he was going to be as toxic as fuck like he chose he chooses violence in the worst way possible like i like features music to a certain point and it's like bro you got to get over this shit (laughs) future once said if she catch me cheating i'm gonna never tell her sorry and i was like damn nigga (laughs) 
Never? Never? Like, nigga, like, sorry will automatically come out of my mouth. Oh, shit. Sorry. My bad. Hey, I right. hey. We was wrestling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> we that's wrestling. Level, that's such a level of money, too, to know you can go, like, I, you know, maybe at one point in time it was. It ain't like that now to where if somebody catch me cheating, I'm I'm gonna try to get her back because I don't know what else is out there and I don't feel like searching. With future, it's a whole different thing. Bitches are lining up, you know what I'm saying? I at this so, point they choose it that, they choose it violence themselves. What'd you say? You said the women are choosing violence? Yeah, if you go in future after all yeah, the sure. evidence we got <laughs> <laughs> like Come on, like I mean, what did you think that's was gonna like, happen? If a girl come, you won't believe what he did to me. Then I'm like, what did you expect? Was <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna be different this time, right? But not some other fifteen that you know about. It's like, I mean, I totally believe what he did. <laughs> like, have you listened to Throwaway? Why would you think that a man that could make a song like Throwaway? I see future in videos with some of the prettiest women I've seen in my life and him just having a time to himself. Yeah. I would I would pass out with that much ass around me at one time. I don't know if I can get that level of famous because but oh what happened? Thomas Glenn bust his head today. He was at a pool party with Brazilian models and fell down. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Too much ass. That and I don't you know what? I don't want to live a life where I can't enjoy the beautiful women around me. Like, that's not pimp shit to me. That's just like some... I mean, it is pimp shit, but... <laughs> I was about to say... I don't strive... My face, like, what? I don't strive for pimp shit anymore. That shit isn't, isn't cool to me. Like, me impressing other niggas about the way I treat women is not fucking cool to me. <laughs> Oh, Juice, you're really breaking shit down now because that's all niggas is doing out here impressing niggas. But they, they don't know. Like, I don't understand that shit. Like, I used I, to hate that fucking shit. Oh, yeah, bro. You see that bitch? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, what? what why, why would you tell me that? Nigga. Nigga, now I'm thinking twice about this girl. We were going to go get something to eat, but now I'm like, I can't go. Nigga, you tried to do that shit to me. You're doing dicks. When you, Did I? When you he said you invited that chick over just so I could see her. <laughs> That's different. How is that different? <laughs> what about the time you chose me smoke backyard? <laughs> oh, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, but like you said though, you grew out of it. I I hadn't grown out of it. I was just trying to show you what life has to offer. I, that's that's so weird to me because, like, the funny thing, like, the like about me, the funniest thing is, I perfectly understand that there is no shortage of beautiful women in the world. That's why I don't get why people be pressed over some shit, bro. Because like, there's no shortage, but they ain't all around. I feel like I've been pretty privileged to be around a lot of beautiful women. And a lot of them I had no sexual feelings for. Like A&M, it was just tons of fine-ass fucking women. And it's like, yeah. yo, they fine. But it's like, either I would have somebody I liked for real, or 
It was just like, yo, they're everywhere, bro. Now they were, bro. Now it's different I, once you get out of college because they're not everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they not dog. And when you see them out, it's never at the right opportunity for you. Right, it's like I be getting dressed. I keep my work clothes on when I go to Publix because they be in Publix, bro. And it be the business women uh, over in East Montgomery, and they be dressed up because I used to hit that bitch in some slides, and I was just looking foolish. <laughs> These grown ass professional women out here, and right. I'm out here looking like I'm trying to be in grad school. <laughs> Especially like it's man, when black women have like got their shit together, it's like, bro, I gotta set my fucking game up. Bro, man, what? Oh, it's especially when like niggas be so not shit. That a nigga with a with his life together be so attractive to a woman, but niggas just won't ask sometimes. It's just it's <laughs> insane. Just talking to a girl and hear her just tell you this fucking horror story of her previous relationship, bro. Yes, like taking care of niggas and shit. Like I man, I don't I don't get that shit. And I'm and I'm not one of them niggas that be like, well, I mean, she chose him because that's also part of that whole. <laughs> Hurt nigga shit. <laughs> Is it though? Like, well, I mean, I mean, to a certain degree, when it gets to where, well, I mean, she didn't like the nerds when we were younger. Like, <laughs> nigga, we are fucking grown. <laughs> oh you my been- god. Kids be reckless as fuck. <laughs> the funniest shit ever that my mom said when raising John and I, you know, she's there'd be many times where she would leave us at places knowing, oh my gosh, I hope shit didn't happen bad. That just seems like the type of shit that they would fuck some shit up. And we never did. Michael's fucking sheltered ass, private school ass, is the only one of us to break a boat. Knock on wood. John and I didn't break shit, bro. We broke other people's bones. Knock on wood. Thank God I never broke a bone. Andre might have broke his leg. We're so far past knock on wood. If you break a bone at our age now, you deserve it. Nigga, I almost sprained my ankle the other day. Like it, it uh I got out of the truck. I was getting set out of the back. Bro. That shit flipped. Bro, shut the fuck up if you just tell me you got out the truck and almost fucking sprained your ankle. No, like I was getting something out of the uh the bed. And then like my my foot turned weird and I like I pushed it back up. I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. That motherfucker <laughs> had me crying by the end of the night. I was like, God, uh, please. <laughs> and then like I was having this like uh meltdown because I'm like crazy. So I was just like, oh my God, is this how my 600 pound life starts? Where I'm just this fat person nah, who can't. <laughs> I told you, I wouldn't let that happen to you. I, I can't, bro. Somebody was talking, these two girls I know, we was out getting some drinks. They was talking to me about this show. And I was so just obviously disgusted about the conversation. That's the most disgusting shit I've ever seen. It is. It I totally saw a is. a clip of some fat bitch. I don't know where she got this plate. This, it's like it's like a serving tray the waitresses have, and she she had she had a full breakfast spread 
for herself, bro. <gasps> Yo, the wild. I feel sorry for somebody like that. The wildest shit about that is they always be having a partner or a husband or a wife feeding it. Enabling right. that shit, and it's like, yo, this shit is sick. I can't. I don't get why people could just like sit around and watch that shit, bro. I once, I mean, I say once, I've done it multiple times. I almost ate a whole pizza by myself, and instantly went outside and jogged. <laughs> and I'm these motherfuckers are taking down the Domino three for five ninety nine three medium pizzas to themselves to the face. I remember what's going on with they life drinking whole two liters. Oh yeah. Not cups. No. This past past the bottle. <laughs> drinking out of a two liter like it's a cup. And I it's I can't stand I think it I can't stand it more because I know deep down inside I would probably be a happy human being if I just ate everything I want to and got fat and shit. <laughs> But seeing somebody actually do it makes me <laughs> so fucked up. You might, like you motherfucker. I'm out here. I just came from the goddamn gym trying not to get too fucking fat, and this bitch is eating twelve <laughs> eggs one time. You know how many days I've made eggs? Like fuck, I really could make some more. <laughs> but you know, I don't need all that. <laughs> Like, how dare you not get shaved by the whole, uh, get shaved by all these people growing no. up like us? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you think you're better than us? So you can just eat whatever the fuck you want? Fuck you, bitch! No way in hell they grew up fat. A lot of them, nah, nah. Like, it ain't no like you could grow up chubby. Bro. Yeah, you, you just can't, man. Nah, because because bro, the. The level of feeling like shit from your friends and in my household, the parents. Oh, my dad used to tell me, God damn, son, I'm very. <laughs> fuck. Okay, bro. <laughs> my, bro, my dad used to make me feel like such a fat piece of shit. Something. I'll never get one day. It was, uh, I got home off the school bus by myself. When I get home, you know, that's that's like when you <laughs> with middle school, high school, that's your time. Yep. Hey, that, that's the only time you got to do what you want yeah. to do. And it can't nobody's like, nigga, I'm finna make me a bowl of cereal <laughs> and watch TRL and fucking one DBZ Park and nobody DBZ halfway through 106 and Park. Gotta find the number, gotta check the number one video, but I'm going back and forth. Right. Now, and this one day I was like, man, I feel like just eating whatever I can find. <laughs> Dog, I made a peanut butter jelly sandwich with bananas and marshmallows. Uh, you sandwich were... tasted like shit. <laughs> but like, you know, you can hear a garage door open. <laughs> I guess I had the music up too loud. 106 uh, Park up too loud. I couldn't hear the garage door. Oh, uh, you were and fully embracing it. I... I, I <laughs> Hear footsteps coming up, you know, the stairs from the garage to the house, bro. And I know they too heavy to be John's or mom's. So I slide this sandwich under the table. I didn't even get to take a bite. Slide it. <laughs> on a, it was on a paper plate. Just lit it. My dumb ass. Like, I think we were washing the fucking tablecloth. So it's just under a butt naked ass table. And my dad sees it. He's like, eat it. <laughs> Eat, eat, eat it. You made it. Eat it. <laughs> he made me sit there and eat that fucking fat boy sandwich. Bro. I felt every bite. I felt like shit. Oh 
This is so fucked up. <laughs> it is. It's funny as shit, but goddamn, that's the last time I made a peanut butter fucking <laughs> banana marshmallow. And these ain't little marshmallows, bro. I'm talking about the fucking campfire style. The jumbo ass ones. Oh, bro, they were probably Michaels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He made eat it. <laughs> Fuck. Yo, yo, like I look back at pictures and I, I swore, it let my friends tell that I was the fattest person on earth. No, it wasn't. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I was chubby. Right. I was just like, I was uh, what they can say when you're a kid, a husky. I was husky. Yeah. Now I'm fat as fuck, and I look back <laughs> and reminisce about the days I was chubby slash husky. I was reminis- reminiscing your husky days, right? Like, oh, I, I tell rem- you this though, fat kids nowadays will never experience the husky section at a store. The belittling of what well, oh. my son is husky. <laughs> <laughs> The husky section was so <laughs> trash, me. I know. It, that was, this it was is first. Uh, uh, it was all boot cut denim. <laughs> strictly, all the jeans strictly. Swallow your shoes. Like no style. No. I mean, all the same blend. Like no acid wash. No light denim. <laughs> all dark denim. Especially like if you if you did go to like uh Ross's or uh Burlington's, they would have your size, but it would be fit for like adults. So like Bur- these big ass baggy jeans, which thankfully <laughs> were cool when we were younger. <laughs> Thank God. Bro. Burlington was straight on big kid sizes. It was. So I remember like JC Penny's and Dillard's were hell on earth. My mom used to always. I remember my mom telling me why I couldn't have some as many clothes as John one time. I remember that John got John got ten things. I only got two. <laughs> Thomas, John stuff costs five bucks. I got to pay fifty bucks for your jeans. I was like, oh, with shit. your fat ass, <laughs> <laughs> your fat ass. Lose the weight and get back down to kid size, and you can get more stuff. I got to buy men polos for you. <laughs> It's just like, okay, I get it now. I get it. I, I, I get it. Burlington's would come through, like, with the big kid sizes, because they would have, like, shit like academics and shit with academics. Sean cool. John. FUBU. All that shit. What's like, it? School of Hard Knocks, nigga. Bro, I always hated School of Hard Knocks. That was, you know what my shit was? in Nietzsche. Bro, I hated that northern ass shit. <laughs> My mom's Yankee ass would have me dressed like I'm fucking Black Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, why so much goddamn South Pole? <laughs> I used to fuck with South Pole too. I ain't gonna lie. I hated South Pole because in my mind, Kim Glenn was one step away from getting me South Pole shoes. Who? Like, bro, we had to tell mom one day she brought us home some she store used to be in the mall. You so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> Magic touch. Uh, magic touch. So she used to shop there. It was cool for the clothes. But one day she brought home some fucking shoes. And we was like, uh, bro, how are we going to tell mom these shoes fake as hell? <laughs> She's, but mom was cool. She knew she got got. She was like, hey, that's why I keep the receipt. Take them back. Go get y'all what y'all want. We was cool. Right. Like she would. Because the best part about Kim Glenn 
if she tries to pretend like she didn't care about competing, but she did, she would see how clean some of the kids would be, and then she would, we'd get the same shit. We weren't finna be the least clean niggas now. Right. We I, I once saw grandmas in line in front of me and John in the morning to buy some J's. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that's a family niggas. effort. That's family effort, bro. No, nigga, your grandma, bro, I would never in my life have my grandma out there with them hoodlums that early. Hey, somebody got sacrifices. Bro, and <laughs> no, bro, bro, that's just the funny part is that was the same time. That's probably the most unretaliated fat jokes I've taken in one outing was that day because we, John and I were third in line. And uh, we were at the Hibbets in the new mall, Parkway. And so I guess finish line, or not finish line, Foot Locker didn't get him. So one of the managers was walking, asking the first two people, hey, I'll give you so-and-so, you buy me these shoes. They're like, no. They respect the game. Even Trent Mom respect the game. But Grandma respect the game. She's like, no, I can't do that. His punk ass came to me, and I took the money. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I hit a black lady in the back go, uh-uh. Uh-uh, we've been here the whole time. And, bro, it's like maybe two or three minutes before they open the gate. Like, the lights are on, the people are there. This fat boy up here didn't live <laughs> They asked John. They tore my ass up, and I couldn't do anything. I still bought him his shoes and took that extra 50 home. <laughs> but it hurt for a second. It hurt like hell, because I knew I was wrong. I was so wrong. We had been out there since six o'clock, maybe four. I can't remember what, but we've been up there for a minute, bro. The strays you catch as a fat kid is what <laughs> makes it hard. Like you be buying your old fat ass business, and somebody be like, "Oh, it's big worm in here." It's like, God damn it! I just walked in the fucking gas station. Why would you say this to a thirteen year old, Mickey? I haven't caught a stray in years. It's because you like, tall, bro. <laughs> like since, man, maybe since I left Riverton, I haven't caught like a stray. Like, you know when fat just come, but I mean like random, bro. Oh, that's- this, was a- this is after Lex's wedding, and I'm on my way back. I stopped at uh, that map go across from close to where you uh, work at, by the jail. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking clean. You know, I'm in my fucking suit and, suit and booted. And this bitch starts humming Gerald LeVert, the cashier. <laughs> and, bro, I want to reach through her, bro, pull her ass out and just drag her. <laughs> like, I don't know you sneak this to me to your customers. Or not to your customers, your coworkers. And I was like, damn, bro, that, that shit, it didn't hurt. But it's, it was the disrespect. Like, you don't know me. I got she starts humming Gerald LeVert songs. The last time I, I like that's what that's the only shit. I wish I was a tall ass fucking fat dude. I'll be like it'll be okay. I'm average height fat. <laughs> like I'm taller than most of the girls that I would holler at, so it's not an issue. But god damn it, these niggas be fucking trying. Like Bro, I, I remember, can't. I remember one time but I walked also in. fat jokes are lazy as hell too. Yeah. And then as somebody who's caught tons of fat jokes, I'd be critiquing the fuck out of them. I'd be like, man, that's, that's not your best work. <laughs> a good fat joke will have me dying laughing. It's yeah. like, okay, all right, I respect it. It's just like uh, uh, growing up, 
dark skin jokes. A good dark skin joke is hilarious. But like lazy ass fucking dark, which I'm glad dark skin jokes aren't a thing for men, but they strangely are a thing for women still. Man, they are. I don't get that shit. Oh, uh, bro. Like, 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 first of all, dark hey, she ain't nobody competing with a beautiful dark woman. Nobody. No, not for real. Yeah, it's like it's even like doing this podcast shit. Yeah, like this shit is hard as fuck. Like I ain't even like just saying that because I'm doing this shit. Like it's hard. Like me and Kim's schedules for the next couple weeks are so fucked up that like it's hard for us to be in a room in the same place. That's really why like she ain't on this episode. I hope niggas also don't be thinking that like we fell out or some shit. You know niggas is thinking that. Because the last Jason, couple... Jason kicked him off the show. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's like the Joe Budden podcast of... Uh, I, like, I just fired Kim or some shit. Man, fuck that nigga Joe. But I'm, Yo. so glad, I'm so glad he's now seeing how terrible of a just a leader he is. Or just... I don't even look at his shit no more. Like, I don't either. But I can't. I, I can't. I don't. I know I'm not going to watch Rory and fucking Mall. 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 I don't like Mall. To be honest, but if they I, not there, if they not there to check Joe, yeah, I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> I don't want to. Bu- I I like them because they would check Joe, and he'd be the only one they kind of listen to. Right. Like, cause Joe would be out there in the island, out here wilding, and be like, "Yo, bro, I don't know." What the fuck is you talking about? Right. The the thing about Mall also, Mall is slightly like that hotel barber ass nigga that be also conspiracy shit. But I respect yeah. him as a real nigga. Yeah. Like I might not agree with him, but I don't think he's a like fake ass nigga. Rory is the most I can relate to. That's that's when you know you su- suburb is fucked. Oh yeah, uh, like Rory is like if I was on this shit, be like okay, yeah, yeah, that's who I would be. Parks, Parks is a dick rider now. Like the episodes yeah. where he was just guest manning Joe, it's like man, yeah. have some self respect. He, he he'd always yeah, he was he was just a fat tracking yes man. You know he sound he sounds like a fucking kiss ass version of Vlad. Yes, that's totally what it is. You know what I'm saying? Vlad might piss people off, but if you're on his platform, he is going to get his opinion out. Oh, yeah. It'll be annoying as hell. But at the end of the day, Vlad Vlad has the best fucking interviews online. Oh, yeah. He's he's an amazing interviewer. He might be an op. (laughs) Bro, I used to think that shit. Then I got old and be like, bro. This nigga's asking questions to get his money up. You don't have to answer them. You can Pee Wee Longway. Granted, Pee Wee Longway ain't been back, but his music career ain't been popping either. True. But, you know, you just got like some, like, what's a, what are good ones where they don't be like Mark Henry had a real good one. I, I didn't and see Mark Henry. There was no weird shit to hear. 
You know, he be he tried. I think recently he got on. Uh, what's the nigga from Baton Rouge? It was real cool with G Money before he died. Um, the one apparently has beef with NBA Young Boy. Oh, um, let's see his face. Fuck. I get Fredo Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he Vlad's clearly trying to bait him. Yeah, he was. He's not going uh-uh. for it. He wasn't you going for it. That's how you got to go on them. Like, really? That's how you should, as a brand and a celebrity, that's how you should go on every interview? But Yeah. Because, I mean, you're really just snitching on yourself, to be honest. Dog, you are, like. But. And, but there's so many other good stories out there. Or, like. Like, like young, young Buck had a good one. Yeah, he did. The ones, the ones where it's like where people really get to sit down and tell their stories are the best ones. Yeah, and that's where I do hate. They all start off the same though. Everybody likes like a it's an unnecessary nigga competition. I wish we get out of, but I guess that's also he's talking to people that's not me. When every nigga wants to tell you how terrible it was growing up. Yeah, like that. I feel like I that's do that. hate that shit, but I'm not going to shit on it because that's just maybe just because that just wasn't my family. I feel like. My parents had their shit together. I feel like that's that trauma porn bullshit, and I wish we would get out of. I wish, I wish black people would get out of it. Yes. Guys, I've never heard of a white person care about somebody coming from the trailer parks growing up. They, uh, they could give a shit. I don't know. I mean, as a as a, a casual country fan, Reba's fancy is completely about. <laughs> Coming from the gutter. <laughs> you talking? You're talking about a song. I mean, like actual stories. Get out of here. I mean, fancy though. What a terrible mother. I mean, damn. <laughs> I mean, God, what awful advice to give us. Oh no, fuck your way to the top, <laughs> girl. You better shake that shit. <laughs> shake that ass. And let him see Bitch, what you what got. You yeah. <laughs> She told her fucking little girl, bust that pussy open for a rich man. Get out of here. Bust it for a real nigga. Bust, but it's such a good fucking song. It man. is. It's such a... I'm, I might listen to it tonight. Reba McIntyre. Hey, black people love Reba McIntyre. Because she has that... You know, that old keep it real. She keeps it real. Right. That's some real shit. And unfortunately, fancy happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. I can't lie to you. I wish fans would happen to me. <laughs> but, I boy, I would slut out for an old rich woman. <laughs> Please let fancy happen to me. <laughs> let fancy happen to me, nigga. But I do love country. I do, I like man. I wish I could find like a black. I'd be trying to search for like black women country artists because. I love when a woman sings country music so much. Oh, yeah. It's but all I can find like, good folklore, black woman folklore, and that, they're tearing that shit up. The whole blue scene right now is underground as fuck. And I hope as the world continues to open up, I can just go to them concerts because they're not going to be expensive. They're going to be not hole in the walls, but not going to be, you know what I'm saying, these massive venues. I mean, it's a whole new level of like, uh, country, uh, black country singers right now. You got like the big names, yeah. so like you got like the Kane Browns and the Jimmy Allens, but then yeah. you also got like the people like what is it, the Warren Treaty. Yeah, 
And then you got Mickey Gil- Gotten. Is it her name? I don't know that one. It's one. It's uh one girl I follow. She fine as fuck too. She's from Mississippi. She does uh, country music too. I like that they do like black country shit. That's what the world's been missing. That's what they need us to be the leaders of. We never had a true leader of that. And there's so many black country people. Now, like, there's so, like I hate when man. I've never heard of a black guy listening to country like this, and I'd be ready to fire off on. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, well, how about if you get out of mutt fuck butt fuck gummery <laughs> go fucking vi- enjoy life and not this this little fucking the cradle of confederacy and the birth of civil rights, nigga. There's only so much here you're going to fucking see. Right, it ain't too big of a town. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> nigga, when people come through here, I go. We like meet at other cities. I'm coming to Bur. I'm coming to fucking Montgomery. You want to meet me in Birmingham? <laughs> Want to beat me out of that godforsaken town, Montgomery? Yeah, like if the, if they don't come on this eastern or the Taylor exit or Pike Road, I tell them don't stop. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. Ain't nothing here. Listen, we'll we'll get up. Like what you? Because like, listen, I know what you want me to do. Hey man, let's go to the best place you guys have to eat. Like, bro, I'm not about to go downtown Montgomery right now. All the goddamn homeless out. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, no, bro. Listen. <laughs> bro, there's this homeless guy that people started giving them money. When I just drove by it on my way home from work. Drove by it? He left all his goddamn trash out there. So nice going, people. <laughs> you enabled a, a litterer. Yeah. Now our city's even dirtier. <laughs> um, What? Like, you know what I'm tired of as far as black people in the country? I'm tired of black people only shouting out Chris Stapleton, Tennessee whiskey. Like, God <laughs> damn it. It's you, more. <laughs> Did we talk about this on the episode before? Because it's, it's now spilled over into me. Because I, I start seeing it more. I, I don't think we did, but I've had, like, I think I've tweeted about this. Like, God damn I think it. We, I think we had it off the episode, but you're right. Like, God damn it. More than just fucking Tennessee whiskey. But, you know, and I hate that they're always like, you know, what's a good country song. I don't usually listen to country, but you know, it's a good one. Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Like, no fucking shit. No, no. I mean, the whole world knows it. Right. It's like. This motherfucker has 405 million plays on Spotify. Right. And he's like, this is how you know it's bad. Anytime I go to the, it's a gas station down the street from the office. On university. Uh, and if you don't live in Huntsville, university is like, yeah, this nigga's out. <laughs> Every time yeah, I go up there, sure. it's always some nigga that's playing Tennessee whiskey all loud as fuck. It's like, and then they be trying to talk to like the white people, be like, oh, I love this song. Like, shut your fucking cooning ass up. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's, that's such a level of un- untapped coonery. Like, that's. That's the equivalent of like people being like, I don't like rap, but I listen to P- uh, Pitbull. <laughs> like, get the fuck Bro, out of here. I hate Pitbull. I've always hated Pitbull. Me too. Like, I'll never forget when I first started working at Liberty and me and Wendy were talking about music and I was like, yeah, my favorite artist is Kanye. She was like, shh. Pitbull is better than Kanye, and I wanted to get the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey. <laughs> we walk- get a little close to fighting words. Right. It's like, what the fuck? 
Pitbull is better than Kanye. There's such a hate in my heart for Pitbull and reggaeton music. I, I feel like it's the reggaeton, yeah. Reggae, I fucks with. I would. I mean, there's only a certain amount of things in life I would rather do than listen to reggaeton music. One includes like cut my own wrist. <laughs> like, it is. And what's crazy is like there's. I really enjoy one song, but it was I didn't know it was reggaeton. The one with Nori that was way back in the day with Nina Sky. Mm-hmm. That shit was my shit. And then I found out that was reggaeton. And that shit broke my heart. I haven't listened to it in years. other thing I had was where that asshole put the goats of Atlanta on uh, Mount Rushmore and had Jeezy uh, feature Rich Homie Quan and Lil Baby. Oh. Didn't have Outkast. Didn't have Gucci. Didn't have Luda. Or Tip. Listen, Tip's name's not good right now. So. He did that shit. That's all. I mean, <laughs> whoa, which, what did, which one did he do, brother? You got to All of them. <laughs> you right, though. Like, bro, first off, it's Outcast one person. You got to put both of them oh, on. Is it two heads. Hey, you got to put both of them well, on. Well, then out. that's two right there, bro. And, I, no, and then the other two have got to be fucking. Jesus got to be one. And pre rape tip. Well, he's been raping a long time, so I will substitute Gucci for a tip. Nah, bro, bro, you, I, I can't just put Jeezy up there and I put Gucci up there though. That's the other thing. You, yes, you can, yes, you can. You just don't want to. <laughs> but, like, all right, all right. Full disclosure, I am a Jeezy stand. I just, I don't like the people that I don't like that when they did the verses. That yeah. all the North niggas was just like, I can't believe y'all got Gucci over Jeezy. Like, yo, nigga, you weren't in the club when they play oh, shirt bro, off. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> nigga, heavy. Bro, you don't understand what Gucci. That's crazy. Atlanta might need, like, because you, bro, Outcast is like a, that's it. Outcast no is, there. you got to put both of them on there. You got to put Jeezy on there. Do you have to put Jeezy on there? I feel like yes. no. I feel like our age range. We have to put Jeezy on there, but based on the Atlanta music uh, landscape now, you don't see a much Jeezy influence on it. That is the only argument. Jeezy has. I mean, Tip probably had more. No, Jeezy had a lot of influence. It just sucks that the people he influenced have influenced so many more. The thing like, that Jeezy trap music clearly influenced. Gucci, Gucci has hands down has more of an influence on the Atlanta. You yeah, anybody than any of the other ones. I feel like Jeezy G- outside of Atlanta means more to people than in Atlanta. If that sounds that sounds weird, but no, that's I, a good I, argument. But like, that, you can say the same for Ludacris. Yeah, but even though as a a rhyme spitter, I would put Ludacris in a different argument than that to where he's still respected. If that makes sense, bro. Okay. I just thought, no, bro. I take that back. It's to both the outcasts, 
is Jeezy <laughs> and it's Lil John. What? It's Lil John. What? It's fucking Lil John. Yeah. Bro. Okay. Lil John I'll, makes I'll, it for me. Okay. All right. Because, yeah, the crunk. All right. Yeah. The crunk scene doesn't get like. It, it gets its like it's shine. But it doesn't get the. I mean, it doesn't deserve much respect because it was such an aggressive time. Yeah, but at the same time, that was like the. Who this might sound weird. That was like the funk era, where like crunk is a completely different style from trap. (laughs) How did we go from crunk to dance to like snap and roll and trap music? Like what? It's because, all right, for one, when Crunk was slowly starting to fade out, that's when Trap was rising. And then by the time that Crunk became Snap Music, which is pretty much gentrified uh, Crunk Music. No. No, it's like Crunk Music that people could feel comfortable doing. It's snappy. (laughs) It makes sense. In a way, but I'm... I'm in my mind. I'm still thinking of all the the crank that's that never hit the radio. You know, crank that RoboCop, dumb shit like that. <laughs> crank that super. Uh, crank that uh, Batman. Bro, both crank the bunny hops. Yeah, bunny hops, such a good song. And then you also get that weird phase of uh, party like a rock star and party like a rock star knockoffs. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, let's just forget that ever. That was like our freshman year of college. Totally dude. I was such a bitch ass nigga. I had a wallet chain. Everybody had what wallet chains fucking... and studded belts. Oh my god. What a punk I was. Just following the trends. I'm glad there's no photos of that out. Did you ever have a faux hawk? No, dude. I, it's I like tons wave, of niggas wave. that had faux hawks. It, took, it was so hard to get waves that I was like, nah, fam. I gotta, get, I gotta get my waves back, nigga. How do you lose waves? Quarantine, fuck my my wave game bro, up. How you, get, bro? You no, didn't have been there deep enough, bro. I barely no, brush my no, head. no. Quarantine, I had, I lost all my waves. Like, oh, uh, you, you must have grew your hair out. Yeah, I, I wasn't cutting. It. Yeah, I was Don't actually bro. following Hold quarantine. On, bro. Go, I forgot about the crunk rap scene. Hey, one second. Let me go pee. <laughs> I realized that I hadn't gotten up in three hours. But I get what he was saying about Rich Homie Quan. People probably shit on that. They don't know how Rich Homie Quan moved in that city. Rich Homie Quan, I totally understand it. He's a legend, but he doesn't deserve. He ain't on Mount Rushmore. Be up there at all. He's an honorable mention for. He's an honorable mention. Like, cause that's like saying Travis Porter deserves to be up there, or Walker oh, Flock. Uh, yeah. uh, OJ the Juice Man. Move. Hey, hey, listen, bro. We accept no OJ the Juice Man slander. Hey, okay. There's so many people when they see me to this day, they be like, "What a Juice." <laughs> bro, I like Ju- I fuck with Juice Man because he raps like I do when I be fucked up trying to freestyle. That's so strangely like specific, but totally. I that's everybody. That's why people fuck this nigga can't rap for shit, but he don't give a damn. That's why niggas love Blueface. 
Bro, I know. No. <laughs> Did you see that video of that kid crying because he got to talk to Blueface? <laughs> bro, Blueface is. Where is this nigga's money coming from? I I saw that they said he had OnlyFans. Apparently, that porn should be paying. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'd be out there. Niggas out there selling their soul and dick. Hey. hey. Makes sense though. It's a weird time, bro. Niggas out here selling dick. That's it's weird, bro. See, game fucked niggas up. Niggas fucking the game up. Can't even give it away for free no more. <laughs> First the fat boys break up, and every day I wake up. <laughs> that nigga's out here selling dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy though. Lil John, Outcast. Jeezy. Now, if I had to say my personal out of Atlanta, yeah. What's your what's oh, your personal? Shit. First off, Trouble. Okay, that's my. I've been fucking Trouble for a long time. All right, Trouble, Gucci. Yeah. I just don't want to forget anybody. So you got Get Trouble, Gucci. Yeah. I don't want. I feel like I'm putting Jeezy up there just because. You put Jeezy over Tip? Yes. Really? Dog, I'm not. I'm just not a Tip fan. I like. I mean, before like, allegations. Now, I'll tell you this: when his shit shuffles on, I haven't heard in a while. It's off the chain. I, you know, when ASAP came on one day, and I was like, "Damn, bro, uh, ride with me." That shit, like that whole King Never. album, is my favorite. Oh, oh, you know what's crazy though? Tip, I bought two albums the same day. My first bought albums, like not fucking printed off, <laughs> and it was uh, Tip's King album and Urban Lil Legend. Wayne's Lil Wayne's uh, Carter Two. The best, and I, the best. And I bought them hoes at James Records and Tapes. Throwback. The best. Shout out to Huntsville. Yeah. The best day purchases I ever bought was I bought late registration and uh thug motivation one on one on the same day. Fucking classics, bro. Yeah. Like what happened was like me and my brother would switch like uh CDs every now and then. Like so like he he fucked with that Jeezy shit right away. And of course I know I was on Kanye. Yeah. And then we would just switch back and forth. But yeah, that Jeezy shit was rotten. Bro, Jesus first, I mean, granted he brought more hits, but I yeah. mean, clearly it's worse to be a one-hit wonder or one-album wonder. But when your first album is that damn good. Yeah. Like, like you, got tra- <laughs> you got Trap or Die, um, Bang, Air Force Ones, uh, and that's not even getting to the real hits yet, cause you got Soul Survivor, Dog Thug Motivation. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <You're trying> to- <laughs> I had to look up the album. That hey, that set that's a hell of an intro track too. It was like if I'm looking at this, I'm probably not skipping a song, right? But um, if I have to choose a song, I'm definitely skipping Last of a Dying Breed. And that still rides. That's what I'm saying. 
because I got to listen to Thug Motivation, Standing Ovation, Gangster Music for sure. Go crazy. Let's get it. Sky's the limit. And then what? Go crazy. Last of a dime, Breeze Against Skip, because I got to listen to My Hood, Bob, what a map. Get your mind right. Trap star. Bang. Don't get caught. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm going to have to run that back tonight. like some boosty shit. Soul I'm survivor. I'm going to have to run that back tonight. Yeah. And then that's back when... That's back when... That's back when people had, like... Would put, like, 20 songs on a fucking album. Yeah. I, I have Why no... Why so white, bro? His number one song is fucking put on. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, it, bro, it only has a hundred and nine or 153 million plays. Yeah. Nah. The Recession ain't bad, though. The Recession is a great album. Holy shit. The Recession ain't bad at all. Bro, Vacation is one of Jeezy's top five top five songs. No, man. Vacation hit, bro. It still hit. If I want to say something that don't people really fuck with, well, I guess looking at this, say, dude, Hustle's Ambition. Welcome Back is probably my favorite. Welcome Back. And there's two mixtape intros for uh, what are them fucking uh, them two? The real is back one and two. Can't ban the snowman where he raps over uh Jay Z's PSA is one of my yeah. favorite Jay Z songs. Dog, or oh, when he bro, I tell you this, when he redid or he no, he redid, but he hopped on that uh Bankhead Fabo's joint, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Boy, that's when I had the fucking New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, who? Oh, shit. What about them, uh, them motherfucking franchise boys? Is that not a whole era when them and D4L was out? Is what's That's that? a snap oh, era. That's old. Okay. But, I mean, I, that was... That was, a, that was my shit, though. One, two, it, three. It is. That's still hit. That's always Bro, hit. Bro, you know who got the... Coldest verse in that though? Bow Wow. No. Bow Wow's, <laughs> that's probably one of Bow Wow's nicest verses ever in life. Yeah, it is. I'm under 21 with a black card. You know, I tried to aim my life to get a black card under 21. Me too. <laughs> and then I got 21. It's like, I'm a failure. <laughs> I got to 21. It was like, nigga, I can legally drink. I ain't got time to get into this money. Brat <laughs> does have probably the best verse on that. Ooh, I'll tell you this, though. Outside of Outkast, I don't know if any other Atlanta artist to me got a song that that gets to me like Funkified. Okay, I, I'll give you that. that. That's an amazing song. Bro, that song is fucking... Also, if we... I can't remember if they put Atlanta uh, hip-hop only. But if we're going to talk about Atlanta music, we cannot bypass the biggest star in Atlanta. Who's that? Usher. <laughs> okay, guy. Bro, no. Nah. You're right. You're I, right. I, exactly. That's why I was like, nah, nigga, you ain't going to just stun on me like that shit. <laughs> like, Usher ain't a goddamn fucking superstar. And Usher got more hits than all of the niggas we named outside, yeah, outside oh of God. probably Outkast. First off, Usher, one of my most... It's not the most hated song. It just got played all the time. 
was yeah like there's no yeah there's no bigger song than yeah by any of the artists oh yeah we gonna hear yeah for the rest of our fucking lives it's like oh god damn it <laughs> did you just do that by yourself yeah <laughs> that's amazing i take that back <laughs> guess what got more plays than yeah Fucking Confession? Hey Y'all. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Hey Y'all has 700 million plays. White people love Hey Y'all. Bro, they do. It's the, it's the only Outcast song that, you know, Spotify gives you your top 10 Outcast songs to, like, if you just reach them. It's the only one I don't have a heart by that I didn't add. That's not in my current fucking like songs. I can't stand Hey Y'all. Um, that is like. The, the genius of Outcast is they release that and the way you move at the exact same time, and they both end up hitting number one because niggas love the way you move way more than Hey Ya. Hey bro, yes. All niggas love the way you move. Bro, I tell you, an album off that shit that was my shit, and I could see this being a top 10 song Ghetto Music. Oh, yeah. Bro, that breakdown. Yeah. Is you bro. Outcast man, Outcast is the greatest group of all time. I thought Killer Mike would make my personal one, but not really. Even though I mean is I pledge allegiance to the grind mixtapes. Is a classic. And then uh, Killer Mike was a part of Outcast for a brief second. And he got a Grammy. (laughs) He did get a Grammy. For the whole world. Yeah. Killer Mike God is... God damn, the whole world's my shit. Hey, that shit knocked. Yeah, that's bring back memories. That shit I don't like knocked. I hate music reminiscing. Because that should have make you cry. All right. I, I tried to have this debate with Kim. What's but up? Okay. This might be, I guess, the last thing we talk about. Is Outkast better than the Beatles? I mean, overall, worldwide, no. In my personal opinion, yes. The only argument, like, I'm. There's only one artist that's really bigger than the Beatles. That's Michael Jackson. So that's a terrible comparison. Are you saying personally or like legit? I'm saying group wise. To me, I like Outcasts more, but nobody's the Beatles outside of Michael Jackson. We're talking about groups. Oh, my bad. Okay. I got you. That's a, so when your <laughs> head like, just let me, like, let me add this cheat code. Uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> groups. Oh, uh, Jackson 5. <laughs> hey, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackson 5, nigga. Uh, Michael Jackson, Tito, Jermaine. Come on, nigga. <laughs> you just um, using a cheat code. You using Mike. <laughs> my. But I'm saying, like, that's so unfair. That's the only thing, group, solo, fucking tour bus, period, that can beat. Like, if you would outcast, you might have to say somebody, like, hold on, let me make sure I'm not speaking out of my ass. There's it's very few groups that can fuck with outcasts. And I, I, it, as you know, the I'm Beatles a- ain't one of them, Brody. Bro, Beatles the Beatles are underrated. Alone. The Beatles are underrated. I think the Beatles are so it's one of those things to where it's such a they're so good that people don't appreciate how good they really are. So you just automatically want to say I was going to say 
compare Outcast more with Queen, but that's looking at this. Outcast is killing Queen. That that's funny shit that you say that. To me, it is Outcast over the Beatles. No. But Queen over Outcast. Queen, I love Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is a better vocalist than all of the Beatles combined. But songwriting, the beat John Lennon and Paul McCartney are probably the two greatest songwriters outside of Stevie Wonder and David Allen Coe. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't fucking Paul McCartney or John Lennon. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got that deep into the beat of so I listen to that lyrics just yet. The only knock well, it, I try to understand their lyrics. I mean, they're most simplistic songs in the world. The only knock against the Beatles, and this is coming from a Beatles stand, is one every cover of the Beatles is better than their original song, outside of probably. I'm trying to think. I don't think. Uh-oh. I don't think much. Money can buy me love. Money can't buy me love is probably Blackstreet's version of Money Can't Buy Me Love is nowhere close to as good as the Beatles version. Yo, one of my friends, we were just drunk because he he's the only person outside outside of you that I say I'll let tell me about other music, and I generally go look it up. Like we'll sit on his porch, drink some beers with his wife and her friends, and just listen to music, and then but he heard this, and if oh, if you like this, try this, or listen to this song by this one. But Wilson's picking Hey Jude's better than the Beatles. Oh, yeah. And he was in such a by drunken far. rage about me saying that. By far. And he loves Wilson Pickett more than I do. Like, it's it's so many better covers of Beatles songs. Like, Stevie Wonder's We Can Work It Out is way better than the original Beatles version. Um... I'm trying to think. One, two, three. Um, what was it? It's a group called Spooky Tooth. Have you ever heard of them? Uh-uh. It's a rock band. They did a so, co- they did a cover of I oh, Am the Walrus. I got real quick. What does that mean? What? I Am the Walrus. It's mostly... Is there no secret meaning to that? I, I, I know a bitch who's fucking... Uh, one of her tags is that shit, and I never understood it. It's mostly just just non solicitors, so it doesn't really mean anything. No, John no. Lennon, John Lennon was really just tripping and was just saying stuff. <laughs> like a lot of the Beatles stuff, like their later stuff, was mostly just them being high and being like, "Yo, nigga." <laughs> 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 Yo, this shit, this shit dope. Yeah, that shit is dope, nigga. And then just, just being good at what they did. But yeah, I'm the Warriors is probably my favorite Beatles song, but it doesn't really mean anything. But Spooky Tooth's version of "I Am the Warriors" is so much better than the Beatles, and the Beatles version is amazing. But I got, I got, I started listening to Beatles for a little bit. I think I, I told you. I that. remember I made you that playlist on Spotify, and then you. Uh, it was it was just too much Beatles. Yeah, and then I, like you did agree that Let It Be is amazing. Yeah, Let It Be. It makes I, no sense to me. Such little lyrics. 
What is phenomenal? Let it be is so simplistic and it makes it like that's the shit I want played at my fucking funeral. <laughs> if if any song play, let it be if by the Beatles at my funeral. But uh the only other knock against the Beatles besides every cover of the Beatles outside of like I said, Money Can't Buy Me Love is is better. Is that with the Beatles, uh Outcast could do Beatles songs. <laughs> the Beatles can't do Outcast songs. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I get you. Is that a real argument though? Like when somebody brings I mean I ah no, I can see that. So who was saying the Beatles, who was saying Outcast? Oh like this was a Twitter argument like two months ago and everybody was saying Outcast is better than Beatles. <sighs> But that's also, I mean, Twitter is not the place for that kind of discourse because people also debated if Migos were better than the Beatles. <laughs> this was like a couple years ago, of course, because Migos have fallen way off. They back, bro. The, the Migos are back. I'm just so glad people are finally seeing how cold my dog Takeoff is. I, I feel like it, all real music fans have always felt like Takeoff was clearly head, but he's clearly the best MC. <laughs> yeah, like it's not even a question. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. Hey, did you see the song they dropped today? Oh yeah, he with killed that pop, shit, bro. With the pop, the beat was granted. The beat is probably one of the one of the greatest instrumentals ever. <laughs> ever, like it's such like nigga. Whoever dig that nigga up who made that. Bro, ate him, so I can give him some money. That, like, shit, that shit was so dope. It brought the, the temptations back to life after David Ruffin left. You know how cold you gotta be <laughs> for David Ruffin to leave your group and be like, "Yo, did you hear that new Temptations song? That shit, you know, it, it sucks though because he probably whooped Tammy Terrell's ass after hearing that song. Bro, when I found out how much of a piece of shit David Ruffin was. It made me mad that I loved Leon's character bro, in that movie, bro, so much. And then it's who it's. I mean, granted, it's who, who we did it to, period. But then once I find out it was Tammy Terrell, have you looked up her story? Yeah, it's <laughs> she goes from ass beating to ass beating to ass beating. Finally meets Marvin Gaye, and they make fantastic music. Then she passes away. Some random shit too. Which is weird because Marvin Gaye was also a piece of shit. And he didn't treat her like a piece of shit. Like, you know, like how wild it like, is. She, that she went from David Ruffin, or she, I think she was getting beat before David Ruffin. Yeah, she was dating somebody else. And then got beat by James Brown. Yeah. And then died. Yeah. Tragically young. It's, it's, and the thing is, during that time period, it was hush hush about domestic abuses, which is insane to me. Because yeah. that shit was happening way more than Tammy Terrell in the industry. That, that's why I like that nigga uh, Kevin Samuels when he be trying to say that domestic violence and shit didn't happen to the rate people talk about it until the color purple came out. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Alright, bro. That's enough. We're going to end the conversation right there because <laughs> I, I still haven't eaten anything. It's too late now and I have to fucking eat a chicken breast. Okay, so like like we always say, this could go on for five hours, but we both have lives. <laughs> so thank you for doing this shit with me. This shit was always dope. Um, It'll say, bro. Um, like 
Like the in all speculation, Kim will be back. <laughs> There's no contract dispute, right? Like she we did are actually good. See the books. Like Mama just got to get her money, and that's how she doing it. Um, I'm I might sure. I might roll through and see her tomorrow if I'm in town. Like I didn't even tell her that. Like I told her. Like she hit me up uh, Monday. She's like, "Yo." I don't know how schedule is even gonna hit, and I was like, "Yo, I, I don't know why." T- I was like, "I don't know." Like, I was like, "I'll take care of it or whatever." And then, uh, I was like, "I might just get a guest or whatever." I didn't know who to call. I knew the easiest one was gonna be you because we just on the same wave path. Yeah. I-, I feel like you low key. If you didn't have a successful life, <laughs> would be on the podcast with us each week. Oh, for sure. So, like, I was like, okay, if it fell through with you, I was gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna hit up this weirdo spy guy. <laughs> so, I'm telling you though, if I can, if I come in town, I don't give a fuck what you have to do. Hit up spy guy. We need to record and put spy guy on fucking. Let people hear him. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.